Uh, welcome back to the Sports Couch Podcast with your host, Chris. Matt. And Nick. Oh, Nick got it this time. Got it. Back for another episode, season <laughs> season two, episode, what is it, 13, 14? We're up there. Four, 14. 14. Wow. And and uh, we, we got somebody out here as a special guest moderator tonight. Um, Nick, if you want to do the introductions. Yeah, coming at us live from the D.C. area, Channing Hall. What's up? What's up? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining. Nice to see a uh, a fan on the couch. Channing, have a seat on the couch. And also uh, a Commanders fan. <laughs> a Commanders fan. So we're going to open it commanders? up and have to discuss. Uh, <laughs> How do you feel about the, the name, man? That's what I, I want to hear. Yeah, let's first. start. Let's start off as a, as a Redskins fan, now a Commanders fan. How do you feel team, about? <laughs> how do you feel about the name, Channing? Name is terrible. Doesn't doesn't <laughs> resonate. Doesn't do anything. And you know, uh, the rest of the area is on my side. There's a poll hey, a week to the or two ago in the, the D.C. area, and over fifty percent of people say that they hated the name or didn't like it. <laughs> so you know, it, it's bad. It, they're trying to get like the whole military thing, but it's it's yeah. way overplayed here. You know, the football team was better. Um, yeah, they should have left that. it. Yeah, I mean, you already had it for a year. It. Like everyone bought all your new stuff. They bought all new shirts, and now you're saying go buy it all <laughs> yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so Hail true. The commander, people who have the football team shirts, those are going to be worth something, though. I bet you should be able to turn it in for commander's shirt. Like you should be able to. I would keep it. Right jersey. I could see I would a keep jersey. It. Like yeah. if you bought a football team jersey, you should be able to trade it in. But then I again, mean, the player's probably not on the team anyway anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, they got the the rotating couch bench. Just get, you want to call just it. get a just get a scary Terry jersey. You know You're he's gonna set. be gone after his rookie deal, anyways. I mean, oh, so you might as well invest in the Chase Young, so he'll be here for a couple of years. <laughs> I mean, something, something, think, someone they can lock up. Well, speaking of locking up, I mean, what are your thoughts on the trade? Terrible. We gave away two second round picks and a third round pick for the 20th best quarterback last year, statistically, who we're going to have to pay $23 million a year. Hey, it's, better, come on. it's better than what the Panthers did. They traded two second rounds and something else for Sam Darnold, who's getting paid like $20 million this year. Sam Darnold. I mean, at that point, like, you know, we got to build something. And, and, and Matt um, Ryan was worth a third. <laughs> quarterbacks they're not moving around as much as they used to if you weren't getting Aaron Rodgers this year you're out of it should have I mean is Taylor Heineke really that bad you had a decent year would have rather seen that money go to someone like AB Tyreek Hill uh, someone who can help out our offense and elevate them a little bit you know our front seven on D are decent we can draft a a cornerback something like that they're just a good first year out but I mean the team's just in a really bad state from top to bottom you know um with ownership, Dan Snyder taking over last year while under investigation for sexual harassment by the NFL. <laughs> Bold strategy. Hey, yeah, so, some of the best, man. <laughs> did, did, didn't they, didn't they start? Didn't they start to open an investigation like themselves on themselves? Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, a good he is one of the worst owners in sports. My my they dad's also, a fan too, and he always complains about Snyder. They also lo- lost. Uh, Brandon Scherf, who's a Pro Bowl guard, they lost him. So that's that's another loss. That did they? I mean, I don't think they really signed anyone notable, right? Other than picking up Wentz's huge twenty million dollar contract. 
They, they got uh, McKissick back. Don't oh, yeah. don't the they Wentz has money coming from another team still, doesn't he? Does he still have money coming from the Eagles? Nope. We picked up Eagles, all no. that. We yeah, picked the up the full twenty million dollar hit this year, and I think it's like twenty and twenty one. That, so, I mean, that defense that defense is nice though. How do you feel about the defense? Chase yeah, Young. Let's, let's hear about the defense a bit. I mean, the defense is, is pretty nice. The front seven, you know, lights out stellar. Uh, but it's really your corners and safeties that lack. I mean, they, the leading recept, uh, interception leader on the team had four picks, and he's, you know, about to be 30. So hmm. it's not looking too good. It's looking pretty shaky. Um, you know, they, they let up a lot of points last year. Every game, see if we're dropping 30 or 40 yeah. against them. You know, you're not hmm. going to win. Can't really do much with that. It just seems like every year they have too many gaps and they never never quite fill them or they just shift them over to another terrible contract in the wrong position. Do you think this is the last year in your opinion for Carson Wentz to be a starter? No, I mean, he's going to be a starter for the next three years. uh, So you don't think if he, you don't think if he shits the bed after this, you know, Eagles injured Colts mediocre now here, that it's like an audition or you think it's like lock. He's our guy, no matter how he plays. I gotta say he's our guy for at least two of the three years. Um, Cause I mean, you're not drafting a QB this year. That's worth anything. Maybe next year you can start to look at some of those guys coming out of college, but even then they're going to have to wait a year. You know, every, every rookie that starts in the NFL ends up really tanking unless you're, you know, Patrick Mahomes or one of the other guys that are really lights out, but it's uh I, I wish I could say, you know, Dan, it's going to be Dan Snyder's last year uh, starting as an owner for the team, but we'll see. It's the same way Nick and I feel about the Jets. It's like getting a young person in there, like somebody maybe in their 30s or early 40s who has some money, you know, one of those young, you know, uh, wealthy guys who is a head of a tech company, you know, someone like that, uh, just to bring in a different culture and a different outlook because, when you have those owners that have just been digging themselves deeper into these, like the Jets. you know, exactly like the Jets, the Jets <laughs> don't even have their own stadium. And I mean, it's just, there's no culture there, but that, that, that's a whole nother issue. But um, I, I just feel the same way, you know, that you do chanting with, with the, the community doesn't like the name, you know, you go through this strange year, of, you know, where you can't have a name because it was offensive, which it was, but you should have had a plan. Then you're, you're, you're swinging guys Wasn't through that the roster. Offensive? I mean, I can't speak on it being offensive to me, but clearly there were people that were offended yeah, by it. Um, yeah, white people, Karens. But, <laughs> um, no, but it's I – It's offensive, man. Redskins, man. Yeah, it's I mean, really. It's, it's, yeah, but it's, I, saw it's something that's, I saw something that said that, like, uh, like the, that, like the Native Americans, like, they helped them design the logo and all this other stuff. So, like, it, they were cool with it. Like when they made the whole team, and now it's probably they probably probably got some money for it. They probably were back in 1965 or whenever they did it. At this point, man, I mean, they're all gone. We 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 kind of (laughs) took care of. We 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 made that happen, you know. So uh, early Americans made that happen. There's not like when you say not too many people are offended. There aren't even enough to be offended. Exactly. The only reason why it was still there. (laughs) No, but the ones that are offended you know, we're heard and it was time to move on from the name, but they could have picked a better yeah. one. But anyway, so um, get to be the chiefs and the chiefs a little oh, different. That's used in law enforcement, a little different. So Chris, <laughs> can you go, can you go through the, uh, the questions? <laughs> All right. 
Do I have to? Do you want to do them? No, okay. Um, you want it's your job. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Got it. Um, one name a sub 500 NFL team last year who has the best chance to make the playoffs next year and why. Um, what was your favorite March basketball game or specific moment? Is that like this tournament? Yeah, March yeah. Madness. All right. Um, does Bruce Arians' retirement hurt the Bucks' championship odds? Number four is Duke versus North Carolina, the best rivalry in college basketball. Um, number five, who's your pick to win it all in the NCAA tournament? This like heading into this weekend. Um, and number six, is there a market for Baker Mayfield, or will this be a bench year for him on the Browns? Okay, I like it. All right, Chris. Six, six, six questions. Where are we going? Um, Matt's going to be on the couch, obviously. Against um, Nick here. We'll uh, get the brother brotherly rivalry going head to head. Just, just Channing, be aware. Nick likes to um, ramble on after his minute mark and just keep <laughs> going. So well, you're going to be keeping time, Chris. Chris. You're going to be keeping time because Channing's listening as a guest moderator. So you got to make sure you cut him off. Nick, I'm cutting you off at 59 (laughs) seconds this whole episode. Go for it. And don't listen. What's the question, Chris? Yo, why are you yelling at me? I'm explaining (laughs) what's going on. Um, Okay. I'm going to let you guys. I'm going to go with. So I think this was um, Nick's question. Um, what was your favorite March Madness basketball game or specific moment? I think I'm gonna let you guys talk about that one. Um, Nick, was this was your question, right? Yes. All right, so I'm gonna let Matt go first here because I hope he takes Nick's moment and makes it so Nick can't um uh, win this. Nice. I don't like when Nick nice wins. <laughs> nice move, nice move, nice strategy. Check, checkmate. Oh, uh, all right. I so mean, Matt. Matt, I'll give you 10 seconds to prepare, um, and let me get my my time up, and Channing, get ready, because hopefully Matt wins this one. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go chalk, because I'm, I'm on the couch first, so, I mean, it has to be St. Peter's versus Kentucky in that first round. I mean, you have, you know, St. Peter's shooting, you know, 50% from the field, and Kentucky shooting 42. Kentucky, a two seed that, you know, in all these, you know, um, brackets, was going to win it all for a lot of people. You know, they have a, a, a wooden award candidate on their team in Shibway, which I know Channing and Nick feel a certain way about probably from leaving West Virginia. Um, but, you know, they shot wow. 52% uh, from three, nine for 17. Kentucky was four for 15. I mean, they just outplayed them. The only thing Kentucky had over them was they hit more foul shots than, um, than St. Peter's. But this was the quintessential Cinderella story, you know, a, a, a Cinderella that we have never seen, you know, it, uh, a 15 seed that went to the elite eight eventually, but this first, um, this first round, I mean, I think it was 161 brackets out of the 17 million picked them to win it. So talk about Cinderella. I think to me, it was the most exciting game of the tournament yeah, and it really set the precedent for the rest like of the time. It. I like it. Yo, you know, um, speaking of St. Peter's, their coach just got hired by Seton Hall. They're that's the true. Weird move. So I, think but... that, I, th- I don't think that's, uh, that's where he went it, to school. That's where he went so, to school. No, yeah, he brought him sense. to the Sweet 16 in 2000. Yeah. So, so I think I think that's a good move for them because I think the Big East is up and coming, 
and he's a good coach. So kind of, I know people are gonna probably want to go play with it for him. I think it come in the coming years. I think you know what I mean. I don't, Channing. Any, I'm cutting into Channing's time here. Um, forgot Channing's the moderator. So Channing. Nah, some good points made by Matt there. I think, uh, you know, it, it's going to be one of those moments that will go down in history, just like UMBC beating Virginia, so the, you know, 14th, 12th seed, something like that, against number one. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. All right, Nick, you're up. My favorite moment was, though, it was um, UConn losing the first round because I hope they make some changes. <laughs> All right, Nick, I got your minute. Moved from you know losing in the first round in Roy Williams' final game, UNC beats the former national champion Baylor. Okay, absolutely thrilling game. Baylor's uh, Baylor's down twenty five at the half. Okay, they come, but uh, they uh, Tar Heels survive, lose it, losing Manic uh, Manic getting ejected. They survive, uh, come back, and um, R.J. Davis. You know, they, they survive in overtime. RJ D- Davis scores a career high 30 points. I mean, it was awesome. Went into overtime. It was an awesome game. That's what March like Madness is all about. What March Madness is all about is anybody can anybody can come back. Nobody's out of it. Basketball, that's what basketball is all about. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I was sitting there watching it in my hotel room and it was fantastic. Um, it was just great. Vacation. So <laughs> well, actually, your, it was Allison's your, parents' hotel room. That's that's your minute, man. That's it. I, I I like that one. Damn, I like that one. Two good options here. You know, I I got to catch the Baylor UNC game live. I thought I wrote Baylor off, switched the channel, came back, and was amazed at what was happening. Uh, you know, they're both great basketball games, but there's going to be one that you're going to remember. And will be brought up every broadcast until the next time it happens in 25 years. Uh, so I'm gonna have to side with you, Matt, on uh, the Cinderella story. Just a so, classic so iconic tale. Traditionally, and I appreciate the win. Traditionally, we get an extra 30 seconds on the couch after it. the moderator. But I didn't need it. Uh, I he, didn't need he, it. He didn't need it. So Barely, yeah, so I'll it. take the win. I mean, I'll take <laughs> I'll take it on the technicality, um, but. Uh, thank you for the win. Um, but yeah, so usually, and we'll do that moving forward, I think, um, on the episode chanting that you'll give your two cents and then you'll give us based on how you're feeling our takes, you'll give us another 30 seconds to kind of wrap up our, our take. But I, I think we can do that now, even though I took the win, I think, you know, the, like I said, the 15 to the two insane, um, did, like, like Channing, like you said, Channing, it'll always be brought up as like that possibility now, like don't count this team out because look what happened back in 2022. And uh, just a fun fact that entering into that game, Kentucky had beaten 30 consecutive double-digit seeds in the NCAA tournament. That is insane. <laughs> that is insane. I just, think, I just think, you know, Baylor Bears were, was the, I think they were the number two overall seed in the uh, rankings. And, champs. and they were defending champs, right? And they not only survived Manic getting ejected, but um, Caleb Love, you know, was knocked out of the game too. He fouled out. So they're down two of their best players. This is the number eight seed team. Everyone says they can't play with real competition. RJ Davis and is, is a Yeah, I, I know they came back, but they're playing against arguably one of the best teams in the country, um, yeah. you know, and with a great coach. And so I just thought that's what I was going to bring up in my 30 seconds. And I thought it was We're a thrilling game. But, of course, St. Peter's. You know, oh, yeah. to beat that. 
Nick, I'm gonna go on the couch you, first. I might have picked. I might have picked you, man. Oh yeah, I, I, <laughs> well, I like. Too, I like your too bad, Chris. The way she goes. I didn't I think you would because I because you you were I, saying um like you were saying that's, that that's that's you didn't like the ejection. I didn't like the ejection. But it was a great game. Yeah, it was a great game. <laughs> I love. All right, so eight. let's see. And I was right. I picked North Carolina to beat them in my bracket, so it made me feel good. That's <laughs> a good pick. I'm gonna go with. Let's see. I'm going to go with, is there a market for Baker Mayfield or will this be a bench year for him with the Browns? Um, and I'm going to save my couch. So I'm going to put wow. Chris and Nick. Curveball for Matthew. On the couch. Yeah, curveball. Why not? <laughs> Matt um, never gets back on the couch again. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I got a win from Channing. I'm feeling good. So I'm going to put yeah. Chris and Nick on the couch. Have a seat on the couch. Um, Chris, you can go first. And um, yes, take, it a, I get to take, talk. take it away. Holy crap. Take, take it away, and uh, whenever you're ready, I'll start your minute. Um, I think, I think, um, obviously, I think there is a trade market for him. Obviously, he's a former number one pick. He, he um, the Browns made the playoffs what, last year, not this year, and they beat um the Steelers in the in the first round. Um, so. I don't, I don't know what happened this year. There was a lot of, you know, the OBJ situation, and he wasn't playing well. But um, I think there I think there is a trade market for him because I think there's a few teams that need a quarterback. I think that Seattle would be better with him. I think um, even Carolina would be better with him. I think there's a, there's a bunch of teams. Even, well, Washington should have waited and traded for him, obviously. Um, but – but my real opinion on the Baker situation is I think that they're going to hold on to him until the um, Deshaun Watson situation gets um, changed around. Because let's say he gets suspended for the six games, half the year, the full year. They could sit back and start Baker Mayfield in those games. Um, Deshaun Watson only ha has a million right, against the cap. So I think it's an option to keep both of them. Interesting uh, points there, Chris. I think you are on to something there with the Deshaun Watson thing. Over All right, you, so, yeah, over to you, Nick. So, uh, you know, Chris says there is a market. I don't really think there's a very good market. You know, 27th in QBR last year. Um, you know, Odell Beckham the past two years says hasn't cracked, didn't crack 500 yards. Okay. And we saw what he do does immediately when he goes and plays with a good quarterback. You know, he blows it up in the end of the year and into the playoffs and they win a Super Bowl. So, you know, you look at a, a team. OK, I'm sitting here on I'm, I'm, I'm the uh, Texans. Clearly they didn't want him. OK, why? Because you're sitting there. You're the Texans. You are um, the Falcons. Am I going to draft a quarterback? OK, pay him five to eight million dollars this year. Or am I going to take Baker Mayfield at twenty two million dollars? Hope he plays OK. And then I have to pay this guy who's been in the league now this will be his fifth year and he hasn't shown that he can be a top guy in the league everyone always says you know he's league average people like him people think he's okay no one loves baker mayfield no one thinks he's going to be an all pro guy you know we talked talking two years ago when they uh when they were loading right, Nick, up, talent, wrap up when they got hunt that oh they're super bowl contenders look at this defense he's had a great defense and weapons and he's done nothing with it 
No market. Or a no minimal market. market. A minimal no market. market. <laughs> no market for a guy that's thrown 3,000 yards every year he's been in the league. Uh, with that being said, Chris, uh, you get your, your 30 seconds here to – I just, I just think, I think the only reason why there's no market is because most teams already have their guy. There's only a, a select few teams, and like Nick was saying about Houston, like if Houston took them, they'd have to take on the salary cap, and why not draft the guy when you're rebuilding like that? So I understand that. That's why, like I was saying, I think it's going to come down to him being – he's going to be the safety blanket for the, the Sean Watson situation because I don't think there's not a better backup in the league available that is going to be better than Baker Mayfield right now. So I think that you hold on to him, and then if he plays, you trade him as quick as you can after that. All right, Chris. Maybe the Jets. The Jets could use him. The Jets could take anybody and uh, improve a little bit, I think. <laughs> so, Nick? Uh, yeah, you know, Channing says, oh, you threw for 3,000 uh, yards. Well, 23 other quarterbacks threw for 3,000 yards last year. So that's way – that's above league, you know, average. Most quarterbacks throw for that much. So, you know, he was 22nd in TDs, okay? Nice three games. He's, he, okay, well, he was tied for – he was right around league average at 19th in interceptions. I just think that you know what you're getting with, with Baker Mayfield, okay? He's, he's had – Hunt, right? He's had Jarvis Landry. He's had a, a good offensive coordinator. He's had Odell Beckham Jr. Okay, he um, he's had Chubb. Right, okay? He's had a Gotta great defense, and he hasn't done anything with it. So I just think that I'll throw a fourth round pick for him if I'm the if I'm the the Falcons, maybe. But he's in a quarterback competition, and I'm drafting someone then to compete with him. How many years are on his contract? Anybody know? This will be his fifth one. year. So his That's last it. year, fifth year option. If you, I would take a shot on him. My team needed it. Like I, that's why I said Seattle would be interesting. All right, Chan, what's your thoughts? You know, I think, I think he's. Uh, I think Chris. I like the way you're thinking. With you know, he's stuck just because of Deshaun Watson. But I mean, is he is he going to be comfortable being that backup QB or is he going to explode your room? Uh, you know, being a little angry. We saw what he did at Oklahoma yeah, from the cops planting the flag in the middle of the field. Yeah. <laughs> a little tough there. Uh, Nick, I can, uh, I can see why you say he's, he's not the best to kind of get out there. But, you know, we've seen a lot of people, uh, especially quarterbacks who have a couple years in the league, get traded, move somewhere else and really explode. You know, think about uh, Alex Smith, terrible 49ers, pretty average on the Chiefs moves around, explodes. Uh, with that being said, you know, it's a little tough to, to pick one of you guys, but uh, ultimately I am going to have uh, have to go with Chris here. I, I just think the, the, the Sun Watch Nagel is pretty good, pretty good. All right, and so take $22 million quarterback and take all that baggage, all his attitude. He's a guy with attitude who doesn't even show up on the field and prove himself on the field. He talks the talk. He doesn't walk the walk. Yeah, it's true. All, right. all he walks is those progressive who, commercials. Who, who, and who I was the biggest fan sports, of Baker. I Hulu's said, got live sports. Yeah, yeah. Hulu's got live sports. But I, <laughs> I, I had, I'll admit, I had a horrible call. I said he was going to be um, MVP his second year, so that was a horrible. I thought call. he was going to. I thought he was going to. 
I thought he was going to have a better year than that. I, I, I thought his second year, he was going to be literally the MVP and he shit the bed. He had a crap year. That was the start of this whole downward trend. I but. thought that I thought the playoff win last year. I thought that he would trend in an yeah. upward direction this season. I thought that was the start of something. Part of me there. thought that that was a little bit of plateauing. I'm going to be honest. Part of me thought like there, he's like I don't know if that team can go any higher. Which it turns out I'm, I'm not sure that they can. I mean, we'll see what happens with Deshaun Watson. I did not expect him to go to the Browns, but Chris, you called it. I said it, man. All right, I Chris. Three quarterbacks were three quarterbacks were taken. Before Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, <clears throat> don't don't go there, Nick, because I wanted Josh Allen. So let it be known that uh, I wanted the Jets to draft Josh Allen. Who got so picked before? Who did the Jets pick before Josh Allen? So it was it was Sam it was fucking Darnold, Rosen, Darnold, and Mayfield. I'll bust. <laughs> How do we not pick Baker? You might as well pick Baker. We'd be in the same point. situation right now. If we were, no, as, no, as no, no. Who knows? Baker could have done better in New York, and they could in I don't New know. York. No, <laughs> no. It's New Jersey, actually. <laughs> yeah, it is New Jersey. <laughs> it is New Jersey. After the St. Peter's, Woody Johnson should be saying, "Should we make a stadium in Jersey City?" Yeah, you should. Be the Jersey, Jersey Jets. Jersey City, Jersey City Jets. Oh, yes. <laughs> It's true. It'd be sick if they were jer- the Jersey Jets, to be honest. But again, another conversation about what the Jets need to do to rebrand. All right, Chris, where are we headed? So, Chris, where are we going from here? Take it away. All right. So, thank you, Channing, for picking the the right one. I hope that's not the last time you picked me. Um, <laughs> uh, so, let's see. I, I think I'm going to put you guys on the couch again because I don't, I don't feel like talking right now. I don't want to keep beating you guys. I want to let you guys kind of beat up on each other. <laughs> um, let me think. What's what's one that I – so I think um, – damn. I like all these is the problem. But I think I'll keep the trend since I let you guys talk about it before. I think I'll let you guys talk about it more since I like your, your takes on the last one. So we might as well um, – Keep it up. And who's your pick to win it all heading into the final four? Who do you think who do you think out of the final four is gonna win the championship? Um Channing, I'll let you pick who goes first. All right. Nick, you're gonna go first for a change. All right, I'll take it. Nice. Nice. Uh so let me get this. Let me get this timer up. All right, Nick, ready? My favorite in the final four, I would say to win it all, I'm gonna go with uh, Villanova. I think Villanova has been slept on a little bit this year. Uh, Gillespie's an absolutely great point guard. He's going to be a pro. Um, I think that they're going to take out Kansas. I think that they play be- better defense than Kansas. They space the floor a little bit better than Kansas. Um, and I just think that uh, it's going to be a very close game, but I think that they really have what it takes to, to take them down. Um you know, uh, I think that uh, Duke and North Carolina is going to be a really close game as well. That's going to be really awesome to watch. I think Duke takes that one. So it'll be Nova versus Duke. I think that one will be close until like the last couple minutes. And then Duke will pull away, win by like four or five. Um, and it's going to be kind of come down to a buzzer for, with Villanova and Kansas, I think. But I think that Nova's going right. to take that one. All right. That's, that's, your, that's your minute, man. So, so you, wait, look, can I get this straight before we continue? I'll, I'll let Channing talk in a second. Um, so you think Nova is going to beat Coach K in the championship 
in his last game. Yeah. All right. Okay. Channing? No, it's, uh, you know, you got some bold predictions there, but, uh, you know, Jay Wright is a magician as a coach. He's, he's done this before. Uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, let's see what Big you guys say, Matt. Man. Big East, Nick. I got my minute here, Chris. Matt, Matt, please do me justice here. I mean, here's your justice. I don't know if you'll like it, but my pick, honestly, is North Carolina. I think North Carolina is set to play the villain. They, they were an eight seed, and that was because they, you know, were riddled with, you know, some bad games and some injuries throughout the season, but they're clearly not and, you know, are, are have a you know higher ceiling than, than an eight seed, a typical eight seed. But, you know, let's not forget that they kicked Duke's ass, you know, 94 to 81 the last time they played them in, you know, Krzyzewski's last home game, right? And, you know, they knocked off, as Nick mentioned earlier in the podcast, Baylor, you know, who was another favorite in the tournament. And I just think that they're they're hot right now. I think uh, you have to remember that in that game that they beat Duke, Manic, Love, and R.J. Davis all scored more than 20 points. That's insane. So, you know, if you have those guys going off and just scoring as they were when they played them recently, you know, I don't know if a neutral court will matter that much. I think North Carolina is the lowest, you know, seeded Final Four team, and they're the villain. They're my favorite right now. They're, 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 the, they're the upset device, and we've seen a lot of right, upsets. That's it. It's your minute. Um, so do you, do either you guys want to bet me? <laughs> I'll take Duke versus your uh, I'm not betting. <laughs> Nick. Duke uh, just lost to North Carolina at home. So what? Coach K knew he'd get him again. It's fixed. I told you this. <laughs> All right, Chan. You know, interesting got... you pick North Carolina. Interesting you pick North Carolina, but, you know, Chris makes some great points earlier saying how everything's rigged. It's all in the, it's all for the money and TV views. Uh, It'll be interesting. That's for sure. Um, Nick, can't believe you picked Villanova even with one of their best players out sidelines, especially going up against a tough Kansas team. Because he knows the the big East is better than the, um, Big 12. He admitted it the other day. See, the Big East is a shell of, of what it used to be. That's why they only have like, back, a man. office floor in midtown Manhattan. Back in the big, true Big East days, they had all floor themselves of office mm. space. They're coming back. But uh, Matt, I, I think, you know, Coach K's last home game is a little bit different than a shot at the na- national championship. Uh, can their younger, younger players really Stand up and make a difference. And with that said, Nick, your last 30 seconds. Or Matt, is it your 30 seconds? We flip. Yeah. So, you know, I'll answer your question. Um, I, I I think that it it is it Did is Nick different. Go first? Hmm? Nick went first. It's Nick's 30 seconds. No. <laughs> oh, it's next? Yeah, Nick Nick oh, went first. Man. Hey, yeah. See this, man? I got I got your back, Nick. Don't worry. I got your Appreciate back. Appreciate it. Um, all right. Appreciate it. So Nick, Nick, um, your 30 seconds. Yes, yes, it's it's tough. It's tough that that uh it's tough that they lost um one of their star you know guards and Justin Moore. But you're looking at Jay Wright, you said it best, Channing. Jay Wright, he's got two national champions. He might be the best one of the best co- he might be the best coach in, in basketball. Okay. And I just think that they they always play team ball. Uh, like I said, they're, they're shooting well. They have four 
four players that, um, well, I guess three players now that are averaging 10 plus points uh, per game um, in the tournament and in the season. So I just think that they are a deep team always and uh, you right, can't count them out. Nick, um, I just want to give you a chance to um, rebuttal yourself here. You know he's not even the best coach left in the tournament right now, right? And you just said he's the, he might be the best coach in basketball. I mean, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I, I think he might be the best coach in basketball. I mean, the trajectory of his career is going to be longer than just this season, so I'd take Jay Wright. All right. Coach Kevin might be sitting on the couch next year. Hey. And not with, this couch. With, with five national champions. Hopefully this couch. That would be kind of cool. Jay Wright's already <laughs> got two. I'll take I'll I'll get go Coach three. Bay on here. You're kind of coming back. You're kind of going to take care of him. <laughs> UConn is done for forever. That's the way it goes. It's like West Virginia. So my 30 right, seconds Nick? here? Or is it the Chris <laughs> you don't show? Get your 30 seconds. I think you already lost. I mean, I think Nick already lost. No, I'm playing. <laughs> you get your 30 seconds. So I, I, I do think that, you know, the young people have to step up for North Carolina. I, I agree. And I hear what you're saying, that it's a little bit different vying for a national championship. However, that doesn't change the matchups. You know, um, the environment maybe, you know, can, can add to the nerves. But, you know, the matchups are still the matchups. Um, so I think, you know, when they got rolled over, you know, by 13 points, you know, very recently to them, you know, I think when you have the guys like I mentioned, Manic and R.J. Davis getting over 20 points, if they can do that, we've seen Manic absolutely going off in this tournament, and R.J. Davis has been playing well as well. So I think that, yes, sure, it's a different environment, but matchups are the same. You're done. Hmm. Oh, all right. Two strong arguments from both of you guys. Um, they both picked wrong. <laughs> And they both look <laughs> interesting. Chris, if that's the case, who would you pick to win? Who's your favorite? It's going to be Duke versus Kansas, and Duke's going to win. Oof. Oof. I don't care that it's chalk. chalk. It's what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Kansas uh, – I, I mean, I'm not I'm not banking on Kansas because I had Duke versus uh, Arizona. If that, Kansas – in my opinion, if Kansas is against Duke, Kansas wins. No one can beat Kansas, man. People can beat Duke, clearly. They just got rolled over by an 18 tournament. Six times. So what? We'll see. They literally just – you have a lot of confidence when they lost by 13 at home with a big parade and all. You, had a, lot of, you so, had a lot of confidence in Gonzaga the whole time, and they've been gone. I, so. I, I did. I did. I absolutely <laughs> did, and so did the committee. <laughs> and I got faith in Duke, and look who was, who was more right, me or the committee. I guess it's me. We'll see. Duke is not winning. See, it's not like you you made some crazy prediction that Coach K would be in the final four. Hey man, I didn't say it was a crazy prediction. I just said committee, man. So Channing, what are your thoughts? You know, I can see it both ways with with both you guys, but ultimately I do I need to side with Nick, uh with Jay Wright and Villanova. They're a well composed team. They can battle with anybody. Uh, you know, they've shown it time and time again. And I think their aspect of team ball is something in college that w- overshadows quite a lot. You know, they do have a monumental task of beating Kansas, but I think for all the wrong reasons, North Carolina playing Duke before the national championship is, you know, that's their national championship game. That's their rivalry replayed national stage, even bigger. 
how are you going to take the excitement off of that win and bring it a step further against a team that, you know, it's going to be your first time playing this year. Good point. Um, It's definitely going to be tough. And with that, you know, I think Villanova, they they harvest being the underdog. If either of those teams come in, Villanova is just going to be up 20 at half. Hey, there's there's no next win. Tough. All right, Nick. Where where are we it headed? Be the couch without it being tough. I just I just hope I just hope both appreciate games the win, Channing. You said it well oh, there. Um, oh. Yeah, I think that was well I said. Want, what, what is that? I want like I want like two. I want two buzzer beaters. <laughs> I think they're so, going to be close, really close. And right now, the spread Kansas four and a half, Duke four point spread. So very close. I think it'll actually. Uh, I think it'll be probably a. Come down to maybe the last possession for both games. We'll see. Where are we headed we'll here? We'll see. Next? Exciting games coming up. Okay. Saturday. I'm gonna go with for the next question. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with name a sub 500 NFL team last year. Who has the best chance to make the playoffs this year and why? And I'm going to go ahead and put myself on the couch. Um, and I'm going to go, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go against, go against Matt on this one. Channing, you see how he's nerd? He's avoiding me. <laughs> I'm mean, not avoiding it. Not avoiding. Matt's been on the couch the whole night, man. <laughs> All right, take it away. All right, take it away, Nick. Chris, keep time. You going first, Nick? Yes, I'm going right, first. Take, so take let it me away. Know I'm ready. It's the Commanders. No. <laughs> so right. I. Yeah. Go. Ready to go. All right. Yeah, I think it's the Ravens. They had. You know, they're they were practicing on an Indian burial, burial ground last year and they lost a lot of players. They were just depleted with injuries. It was awful. Um, Lamar Jackson was one of them. Okay, and they lost their every running back in the building. I think that they're gonna get back to their ident- identity. They're gonna run the ball, they get one of the best O lines in football. They just added Marcus Williams, who's arguably a top three safety in the league. Okay, so they shored up the the backfield in the defense. Um, and then Lamar Jackson, who is he? He's just a former MVP. He's coming back. Yes, it's a tough division, but uh, now now there's there's no uh, Big Ben in, uh, in Pittsburgh, and so <clears throat> I think that's going to open it up for them to slide in, into a wild card spot or potentially even win that division. Uh, I think that they're going to get um, they're going to get that, that guy Rashad Bateman's going to have a nice year. They're going to add another weapon in the draft as well. Of course, we 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 know um, we we know what Andrews can do. Brown's really coming into his own as well. So. Yeah. Two minutes. Two minutes. That's more Ravens. Interesting. Interesting take you got there, Nick. Uh, team in a very hard division. We'll see how it plays out, I guess. Uh, interested to get your thoughts on it, Matt. You know, I actually was going to go with the Ravens um, with my take. And, you know, since Nick took them, I had another one in my back pocket. And that's the Vikings. The Vikings, you know, absolutely underachieved. I think everyone could uh, agree with that this season. Um, they have a proven you know, right above, you know, mediocre in that 
echelon, you know, before the really top guys in, in Cousins, the guy can perform even though he does throw a lot of interceptions. But they also have Dalvin Cook, Nick's boy. Um, Mr. Cook, I mean, the chef, he, he, he can go off. He can have three touchdowns a game, no problem. Um, you know, uh, and uh, he's done it before and multiple times. Um, and I just think they lost close games. They have uh, Justin Jefferson. They have Thielen. This is a team that has weapons and arguably a top two or three running back in the entire league, which is a dime a dozen. So when you have a proven, you know, a, a little bit above moderate quarterback, you have a t- top two or three running back and you have competent receivers that have, you know, uh, are a touchdown threat every game. I think that they are uh, that's your achieving team that could your be over 500 easily. You guys really just picked two eight and nine teams. I'm very disappointed. Figure you guys would go a little, um, little more into this. I mean, the other teams are all pretty bad. The other teams <laughs> suck. Yeah, yeah. They, they're I right on the echelon, and they were right under 500. I think that yeah. if, if you guys think you got it, let me, I, can I throw in my wild card and get a chance to win this one? Because I got, I got one way better. If you guys don't, yeah, say you're gonna say Denver. Better. Oh, because Russell Wilson's fantastic. Hell yeah, yeah, Russell Wilson, <laughs> Denver. I'm telling and you, actually man. the hardest division in the league. But so what, okay. The, okay, the Raiders are the Ra- the Raiders will find a way to fuck that up. Josh McDaniels isn't a good head coach. We learned that in Denver. That's your boy, dude. I didn't yeah, he's a good offensive coordinator. He's not a good head coach. So Channing. You got your, your thirty seconds. Y'all got your thirty seconds. Yeah, definitely, definitely not gonna be the Broncos. Uh they are a terrible team. I don't know if you ever watched the Broncos on TV, Chris. Terribly boring. The yeah, they had Drew Locke. Now they have Russell Wilson. You know who Russell, Russell Wilson is? I know very Nick boring and, I know quarterback Nick as well. And Russell Wilson's a boring quarterback. Yes. What is going on on this show? I might have to log off. He's he's a little right. old, but it's you know the, it's looking, the Nick and Matt show. <laughs> looking uh, between you know the Ravens and the Vikings, it's a little. You know, do you take past performance with Kirk Cousins, who's a good quarterback, uh, or do you try and think Lamar Jackson's going to keep progressing and and throwing the ball a little bit more? They're both great teams, but I think, you know, have the Ravens done a little bit more in the offseason so far than the Vikings to kind of solidify what they've got? and can Kirk actually get it done? You know, being in Washington, not getting it done. Uh, moving to the Vikings, still not getting it done. Is he a really good option to get to push that through? So, Nick, 30 seconds. Yeah, so, like, I, I think they shore up the offensive line signing Jets' uh, right tackle, uh, who actually was 12th in, in run blocking last year, 83.8 run blocking grade. So he's actually a very, I mean, I know you don't think he's a Judd, but he's actually a good player. He only was a Judd for a year. So he's actually a very good player. So they shirt up the offensive line, okay? And again, their philosophy, you mentioned, oh, can he throw the ball? I think he's proven that he can. And their philosophy is to pound the football. And they will draft another running back as well. They get their guys back. All right, that's your, that's your 30 uh, seconds. I think... You know, you know, in Nick's favor here, um, Lamar Jackson has played well in the regular season. This is about making the playoffs, not making a playoff run. So that's in Nick's favor here. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. I mentioned J.K. Dobbins. Sorry, J.K. Dobbins. I know you're listening. 
Yeah, wow. and I, I'm listening I can't to JK Channing, listening Channing, right Channing was a part of my rush home from work for the draft, and I didn't get the update that J.K. Dobbins tore his ACL at <laughs> practice. <laughs> Takes him and I drafted him, and I drafted him. All right, here's, and, and here's your it wasn't updated seconds. on the freaking hub. It didn't say questionable or anything next to his name. I was just like, "Yeah, great pick," and everyone's you know, saying, "Yo, he's injured." Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a Matt pick. It happened. I, I didn't get the update, but anyway. Uh, so no, yeah, my no, 30, 30 seconds, seconds. Yeah, my thirty seconds is the fact that you know since two thousand fifteen, you know Kirk Cousins has thrown over four thousand yards seven times. There was only one season where he missed it. So you know he. It's one of those things where, yes, he didn't get it done, but in a right situation and, you know, with right matchups of people on the other side are injured. Um, I think you know, they're right there. And they, like I've repeated, they underachieved. Um, and I just think, like I said, uh, you know, he's, he can get it done and it's about the right year, the right circumstance. Um, I think they have what it takes to be well over 500. I think they could be a playoff team. That's your 30 seconds. That's your 30 seconds. Hey, to, to, um, to <laughs> I mean, Matt, He's my boy. Since I, gave, since I gave Nick a little boost to um to to Matt's health, um the NFC is pretty bad overall, so I think it's going to be easier to get a new playoff team in the NFC than it is in the AFC. You know yeah, what I'm I saying? Just, like I, I just I, th- I, I, I think, think that, that the opponents, yeah, I like think, I mentioned, are not going to be as difficult. I don't think I don't think there's going to be very many wild card spots available in the AFC. Because the AFC West is getting at least two of them. So what do you think, Channing? You know, it's definitely tough. Um, tough. Tough. With the a- <laughs> tough. With the AFC, though, are are those teams going to be able to actually do it again? You know, are the, is Derrick Henry going to just be a monster and carry his team yeah. again? Coming off uh, the injury. Steelers yeah. certainly not going to win nine nine games. No, the Steelers, <laughs> the Steelers won't make the play. That's, that's an open spot. And the Patriots, I mean, you know, win 10 games again with Mac Jones. Is Deshaun Watson going to play football? Yeah, there's a lot of unanswered yeah, we won nine games. I don't know. Throwing the ball more than five times. So. Around the AFC. <laughs> but also in the NFC, there's all, I mean, the same number of questions. Is Dak Prescott going to perform? Is he going to be good? You know, the NFC East are terrible all around. Three terrible teams. Um, is Mahomes going to be the same without Hill in the AFC, man? I don't know. Uh, I don't know about that Dak <laughs> Prescott slander. That guy's a top five quarterback, man. Top five, yeah, he, he, He's on a shitty hey, what, team. In his, in his division? In hey, the he's league, a top five quarterback bro, in the, in the league. NFC East. So, with all that said. Top five in the league. In the league. <laughs> so, what's your top to five, go... man? <laughs> Later. I'm going to have to go with the Vikings, I think. They've got a lot more explosiveness, and Kirk Cousins is less of a liability oh, Matt. Um, than, than Lamar. Matt's and, on the and, board know, again. The NFC is just going to be terrible. You know, the Saints not going to win nine games. Falcons, yeah, it's going to be zero percent chance. They win definitely going to be easier for the NFC team to get in. Nice. Yeah, and just off that, I mean, it's a cakewalk if they and, just, and Kirk Nick don't count out Kirk. They just they just added Zadarius Smith too, who's an elite. And the Packers are gonna, the Packers might be kind of sketchy this year too. So, all right, uh, I'm gonna put myself Yo, on I, the couch because I, I have to. Can, um, can I be on the couch? No, Chris. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh, so well, I might get off. It, 
I'm going to put myself on the couch and there's only two questions left and I can't talk about Bruce Arians. So yeah, and I've only Duke, talked about one. Is Duke, versus, <laughs> is, is Duke versus UNC the best rivalry in college basketball? And All right, you'll go, I'm going you'll to put Chris on the couch and I'm going to go first. Thank God. <laughs> and I'm going to go first. Okay. Oh, sorry. Hold on. I'm trying to get the thing off so you can see. Okay. Nick splashing <laughs> his paycheck. It's like I made five hundred thousand last year. That's not what that was. <laughs> All right. Matt's gonna, say, the Matt's, Matt's gonna say yeah. Let's just get it over with. Can I just get my minute? Because Matt already's gonna say yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think in college basketball, you know, the quintessential rivalry, uh, you know, is, is, is this one. Uh, I think that, you know, all in all, in terms of championships, the Blue Devils have the edge, but um, they're constantly, you know, gnawing at each other. And the fact that we're, you know, it's coming to a head now, them being in the tournament uh, as opponents for the first time in their storied past. I think when you think college basketball, you think of not only these programs, but you think of the two of them vying for who's going to be, you know, in the final four, who's going to get another championship. They're always that chalk as Nick, you know, would like to say, but um, you know, I think, you know, the rivalry is tight. Carolina has 142 wins overall and Duke has only 115, but they have more titles. So it's like more wins to one side, more titles to another quintessential teams that are NBA factories. I think that it absolutely is the best rivalry in college basketball. I can't think of any others. I think any others would be in more recent years, and this is a storied past. So, yes, I'm going to say yes. All right, all right. You're going to go with – do you agree with uh, – Way to go, Chalk, man. Uh, chalk. Do you agree with Matt, Chris? Is there anybody else that you can think yeah, I, of that I mean, it's, could it's potentially ob- in college? It's, obvi- it's obviously um, Duke in North Carolina. Um, the history with that, they – it's um I th- I think overall it's like 141 to 115 I think is what I just read um North Carolina in the history but I'm gonna go, I, to kind of pose because I can't win if I disagree with Matt so I'm gonna go with it might not be the the best rivalry in college basketball but I'm gonna go with Ohio State and Michigan just because it spans over multiple sports Duke Duke and North Carolina is in a um football rivalry too like obviously i know the question is basketball but it's a great bat it's a great rivalry these two schools hate each other um ohio state doesn't even like use the letter m or whatever i think and shit or the other way around there's <laughs> there's some stuff but i, I think that's a it's, it's a bitter rivalry we had greg talk about it before um but i just think because it stretches multiple sports i think that rivalry might be a little deeper than north carolina and duke um that's just but like I said it's college basketball so I'm sure Matt's gonna end up winning this question um you go that's close enough to my minute (laughs) all right all right appreciate you Chris for taking it outside of the you know outside of the question outside the ballpark um I do think they also have a great rivalry um Matt with (laughs) North Carolina and Duke is it just because they've played so many times that everyone loves it? Is it because, you know, so many were close? I think, I think it's that. And the fact that they're a 16 minute drive from one another, they're 10 minutes away. Um, I think they're in each other's backyards. They, 
you know, talk about going into a grocery store and, you know, we see around in the Northeast Yankees, Red Sox, talk about seeing North Carolina University and Duke hats at the gas station. I mean, you could, it's stone throw basically. So I think them being in their backyards, uh, being from the same state and being um, as elite as they are in terms of the recruits they get and their projections each season, I think you can't beat that rivalry. It's definitely a good one with Michigan and Ohio state, the two States, not just two, two cities. So something we got to keep in mind there of people who just truly hate each other over a yeah, it's true. seven, seven mile wide strip between them. Uh, uh, so with that, uh, I think Matt, you get your 30 seconds. Yeah, that was my 30. Oh, perfect. Chris, you got to say yeah. back. Yeah, obviously, like I said, obviously the North Carolina, it's, they're so close to each other. It's that, but like I was saying before, I just think Michigan, Ohio State just stems deeper than basketball because it's not like we ever talk about Duke and North Carolina and any other sport. Um, I guess Duke had, what, Daniel Jones, and he went to the Giants, but that's the only time we really talked about them in sports um, besides basketball. But like I said, Michigan and – Ohio State is just a classic rivalry that stems to every, pretty much every sport. Oh, shit. You guys had some good points there. Uh, I do think, you know, expanding to other sports is important. But um, at the end of the day, you know, I think with the caliber of the talent that drives into Duke and North Carolina, you get some fantastic basketball games. Uh, that just shocked the national ar- arena. Whereas, you know, with Michigan and Ohio State, you know, Michigan's average, typically, not this year, not last year, but, you know, 10 years ago, where were they? They had a nice seven-footer, but that's about it. Uh, in Ohio State, they can only make threes. Um, so, unfortunately, Matt must give you the, the victory here over Chris. That's that. That's a win for the couch. Yeah, look at that. Bringing in, oh bringing in Danny. I get a win. Look at that. You see how Matt Matt wins the show by only having me on the couch twice the whole episode. <laughs> that should tell you. That's something, how he Chris. wins. The sh- that's Burned how you win you. the show. R- rolled right over you. Burn me. I was. I was just. <laughs> you burnt. You rolled over Nick. That was your only win against me. <laughs> um, so I think you know since we have that one question, you know we could all talk about it together now. Um, just you Nick know before we wrap it up, over. but. Nick was the punching bag tonight, I guess. <laughs> so what do you think, Channing? I mean, do you think that Bruce Aaron's retiring and handing it off to uh, Nick and I called Todd Balls the dark Knight? He, he's very stoic. Um, but, um, you know, what are your thoughts on Todd Bowles stepping in? If it hurts their championship odds or it does it not matter. Cause is it, is it the LeBron theory? Is it, is it, you got a coach on the field? It is a hundred percent that, I mean, with Tom Brady, I feel like, he can step in himself and direct people to be that kind of head coach figure. They have Byron Leftwich still, who amazing offensive planner, coordinator, yeah. and can always get it done. And then Todd Bowles, all he has to do is not do what he did with the Jets. Yeah. Run your, <laughs> run your defense. Let yeah, all he's got to do is run the defense. Yeah, it's true. Because you actually, have, to your point, you have had someone a good running the coordinator. offense. Yeah, and you're right. Leftwich is, yeah. And, and you have someone running the offense. And you have Brady. Exactly. If somebody run the offense, get, come on. No, I'm saying you have somebody Brady running the <laughs> yeah. offense, but you have somebody Brady, in Brady the ear giving him. good play calling. Yeah. Yeah, because because Brady tells him what to do. That's why he likes him. He couldn't tell Belichick nah, what to I, do. 
He, he couldn't. Right. I guess you're right. I guess you're probably right that he, he does feel he's older than him, right? He is older. Than yeah. Him. yeah, he probably he's older. Yeah, than I him. mean, but I saw yeah. something that said that the draft choices um, this year were all born in '99, and Brady entered the league in 2000. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Personally, I don't think that it it, it really affects them that much. I think it, it, it's. I don't think Bruce Arians is that amazing of a coach. I don't. Think yeah, and, and I just impressive. Todd Bowles is a is is a very good coach. You know, it just didn't work out with the Jets because a lot of that has to do with ownership. And again, they didn't have they didn't have uh, they had so many holes, and they didn't have a uh, offensive coordinator at all when he was there, or quarterback for that matter. Geno Smith, Fitzpatrick. I know you like Fitzpatrick, but I don't know. <laughs> Did anyway, did, who um, was actually the offensive coordinator, Nick? Who Shane was Galley. <laughs> didn't um, uh, didn't they win ten games when Bowles was there? No. Yeah, in twenty fifteen. Oh, yes, they won ten games with Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker and Casey Patrick. You can't take yeah, you can't um take the Jets years into consideration. In this and not only that though, just from the top down, it's with Woody Allen and all right, enough of the enough of the Jets. It's not the question. I'm just tell, so, I, no, I'm, but I'm Arizona, just telling you, you can't. It was Arizona, Arizona, Woody Johnson, with Arizona, with Arizona, whatever. With Arizona, Woody Allen. With <laughs> I wish Woody Woody Allen owned the Jets. Uh, Arizona. When he was at, at Arizona, he was the defensive uh, coach of the year. So this guy is a fantastic defensive coordinator. And I think um, is he. I mean, is he a great leader? I'm. I'm not. He has a stoic personality, so it's a different type of leadership. But you're right; maybe he doesn't have to be um, with guys like Brady and um, some veterans on that defense and on the offense, for that matter, too. So I don't think it moves moves the pendulum too much. Um, I think he's a great overall. I think he's a great coach. So I think that I think that division is so easy; they'll win 11 games easily because they'll probably win all six in the division this year. So yeah, thanks thanks for coming on the show, Channing. Thanks for giving me the win. Thanks for being a good sport with us. And yeah, you let Matt win, man. Takes. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're happy to have you on any time that you take time to you know listen to the show every once in a while. And uh, glad you had a seat on the couch. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. It was a blast. You guys definitely got some fun takes. So let's get some shout outs, Chris. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the the Nick and Matt show featuring Chris tonight. Um, I don't think you took a breath, Chris. So I don't know if yeah, it was me. Yeah, because I was com- Yeah, I was commenting. Me and me and Channing were kind of commentating on the side, and like you guys were just on the couch going at it the whole time. I kind of got to take a back seat. And fighting see for his life. Side. Nick's fighting for his life over here. I don't know. I, and I'm now I'm nervous because I feel like Nick's gonna come like out. Like R. Kelly over there. there. Nick's gonna come. Nick's gonna come out with a paper with every statistic on every single one of his choices next week, and I'm kind of nervous now. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nick. Nick, Nick. Nick doesn't take losing very well, and he lost like I think three or four times on the couch tonight. So I, I don't. I think he's gonna come out firing next time. But um, so Channing, your take, real quick. I want to hear win it all for the final four. Villanova. I, I think. Wow. There you go. Ultimately, Dream comes down to I'm, team ball. I'm picking North Carolina. Chris, Duke. Come on, man. And Nick. Don't Nick, ask me that. Nick, you are. All right, so two Nova, one Duke, one North Carolina. Pretty spread out. I like it. You know it's going to be Duke. Get out well, of here, Chris. I'll never hear guys, the end of it. Do you guys, you guys have a reason for not picking Kansas? you guys just not like them over there? Is there a reason? I'm just West picking Virginia the upset. I'm picking the upset, but honestly, I, I do think 
that Kansas can beat anybody in that final four. I, I don't think that about any other team but Kansas, but I'm just going with the upset, rooting for an upset. I think I was – Nick, wasn't I at a game – wasn't I at the Kansas getting in Kansas beat West Virginia when I went? No, Kansas won in Morgan uh, – lost in Morgantown all four years. Yeah, that's, that's not true. That, that's we, what we, I meant. That's what I meant. North, I mean, yeah. West Virginia beat Kansas. That's yeah, fuck that was, Kansas. That, that, that was the – the, the, yeah, the snow game that, that uh, you came after the uh, – the oh, after the, after the Pats dove. And you ran – He went on the PRT with the other Pats fans to the game. Uh, <laughs> late to the first – half um but we have to sh- shout out uh one of the best coaches in college basketball of course bob huggins who is going to be inducted into the hall, hall of, of fame. fame we Chris don't have Hines to hear it. it we miss seeing his face there can't wait to see you there three more games and he'll pass three more wins he'll pass roy williams as number four overall right now he's number six all time so we're gonna shout out um coach k yeah, for almost being bob a five-time champion it's about Huggy Huggy Bear. Huggy Bear. Coach K will be a five-time champion next time we talk on the show. So, thank you. Um, I want to get that in there, Chris. I know you want to get in that tape. No. Hey, shout out to uh, Mike Madden, always, because you know he he's the only one listening at this point. Him and um, J.K. Dobbins, as you guys have mentioned before. <laughs> thank you, J.K., yeah. for listening. This Come on, week. J.K. I'll tag him in this. <laughs> 